Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth installment of the Metric Minute brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this time we'll cover part one of two of Concentric Impulse, which is essentially the culmination of the entire jump preparation phase. In plain terms, impulse is a measure of how much force an athlete applies into the ground during any specific time period. Now, concentric impulse refers specifically to the force generated only during triple extension. We all understand how to find the area of a rectangle by multiplying length and width. This is nearly identical to the approach to finding impulse, which is a duration of time multiplied by the amount of force applied over that time. Forcedex collects 1,000 data points per second, and adding up all of the slender rectangles created gives a precise idea of concentric force output. The objective of the game is very simple. Get the most concentric impulse possible in the shortest amount of time. The more force an athlete can generate while standing on the ground, the more power, speed, and jump height they will achieve. Imagine starting a road trip with half a tank of gas compared to starting with a full tank. The car with more juice will go further before it runs out. The take home message is that concentric impulse reports how much force an athlete generates during triple extension. Larger is better, but duration should be minimal to preserve quickness of movement, a favorable trait in many sporting contexts. We will discuss a couple more factors related to concentric impulse next time, but until then, please feel free to contact my colleagues and I at Vault Performance. Thank you. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash c-v-a-s-p-s to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Today, kind of want to take a little reflection and, and share a couple lessons that I learned from our first trip here and, and some things that I think that are, are really important and are going to be helpful to other people as this season progresses. You know, we've talked forever, right, about how things are going to be different, expect the unexpected, and how crazy this time is, and all of this, that, and the third about living and trying to thrive in this pandemic. And I honestly can tell you that, you know, these first few weeks of the season have been no exception to that. And I think that a lot of us in these situations would agree with that, that these situations are rising, you know, and there is a lot of craziness going on. And there is a lot of, you know, just quick changes that are occurring, almost sitting here and putting us in a situation like Chris Tucker and Rush Hour, right? We're sitting there looking around like, which one of y'all kicks me? And that brings me to my first big lesson. And that is that we need to be exceptionally flexible. You know, 
Flexibility at this point no longer means your ability to touch your toes. Flexibility is what are we going to be willing to do and able to do and adapt to to help make sure things are rolling smoothly. Are you going to be able to, at the drop of a hat, run a workout? At the drop of a hat, get some place to be tested, you know, or have plans to do X, Y, or Z with the group and then have to change it to another time? Are you going to be able to put on a different hat at times? You know, are you going to be able to sit there when you're on the road and communicate with the players to figure out what they need to eat and bring it to their rooms? Are you going to be able to do these things that are going to show up for all of us at times, that are going to be based on where you are, the situation with your team, and, you know, what the restrictions are for that area, let alone the conference you're playing in or against and all those things, how quickly and willingly are you going to be able to adapt to what is going on? And that leads me to my second point, and that is we need to be proactive in order to be reactive. Having a multitude of different plans for different outcomes in different situations set can allow for there to be some calming effect in the situation. What are you going to do if you're stuck in a quarantine or a pause or a shutdown? What are you going to do if there's a situation that does change the schedule? How can you help better the situation? How can you alleviate some of the stress? How can you buy time for people so that they're able to be able to make sure things are moving smoothly? What are you going to be able to provide when it comes to assistance to other people on staff so that these situations can continue to go smoothly and you can continue to progress and move forward. Now, I can hear people saying right now, well, Jay, you're also the guy who said at times we have to stay in our lane and at times we have to, you know, kind of know our role and shut our mouth. And I'm not sitting here saying that you need to be jumping all over your dobos and telling them this, that, and the third about how they're supposed to operate. I'm saying maybe you need to be there to help them out. Maybe there are some things that you can do to help them. Maybe they're, they need an extra half an hour to get something set or to get a meal prepped or to get something going. Maybe you can do something to help the team with that. It's a matter right now of doing what the game demands. And if you're willing to do what the game demands, it may be something that you have never done before. But to do what you've never done before in a time that we've never experienced before really should be the status quo. And these are some big things that we took away. So when we've been here, we've been talking a bit about building plans, building alternative things that we may or may not utilize, different protocols, different thought processes. How can I be better for our sports medicine practitioner? What are some things that I can do to help alleviate some of the stress that that person's under? Because if you think that you've got a lot of stress on you because somebody's changing around your schedule, imagine what they're going through. Imagine what your directors of operations are going through. Imagine what your poor managers are going through, what they're getting dragged through with all of this. So what can you do to help them? And that was something that was actually pretty unique, pretty interesting, 
and it was a, a, a good challenge over the past, you know, couple weeks. It's figuring out how we can all work even greater as a team to keep moving these things forward. Because it's not easy. You know, none of this is going to be easy. None of this is really going to be fun at times either. Because you're going to have to stop and you're going to have to think and you're going to have to take a deep breath. But like we talked about when it came to the beginning with all of this, right? With the pandemic and getting shut down. Maybe what's most important is to take a deep breath, pivot, and attack. So when you're sitting here and whenever the bad thing happens or whenever there is a situation that arises that was bound to at some point, what can you have at least outlined to be ready for? What ideas can you at least have jotted down or have discussed with people that you can do in case? Because even if it doesn't fit exactly perfect, you know, something to stop it, something to stop the water coming in the boat just a little bit is going to buy a lot of time. And right now, buying time might be the most important thing we can do. So that the people that need to get things assembled and need to get things prioritized and put together can do that. So that was my big takeaway. And I'm glad that I kind of was thinking like this prior. Obviously, it was in a completely different mindset and towards a completely different angle. But having that idea of deep breath, pivot and attack has really helped when it's come to these situations that have come up. Because if you can pause for two seconds and you can look at what's around and you can have a few plans set in your back pocket, modifying those plans is easy. So attacking quick allows you to then give everyone else the opportunity to do the same. So I would love to hear more about how people are pivoting, how people are taking that deep breath and attacking and figuring out better ways that we can continue to progress and continue to be better for everyone, the staff, the players, the coaches, administration, the whole nine yards as we continue to try to move forward with the season. It's been an interesting adventure already, and I have a feeling we're just getting started. So share your ideas, pass them along. Let's talk about how we can all be better and let's not be afraid to talk about where we've made mistakes. Because if we can eliminate mistakes later by making them in November and early December, the better off we're gonna be come February and March. But as always, I truly appreciate everything y'all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. See you then.